you're about to listen to another great show on the four eyed radio network to listen to other shows just like this go to foureyedradio.com like our show victory road a pokemon podcast where we talk everything and anything about pokemon learn something new like did you know that every pokemon card is misprinted on the back the ball centerpiece opens on the wrong side <laughs> what i'm gonna have to check that out but yeah, you can learn stuff like that, which I just learned right now. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. All right. <sighs> okay, just Power Rangers. It's all about Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, take my own advice, thinking positive. All right. <clears throat> the password for this episode is Eric is cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so stupid <laughs> it was so stupid and dino fairy i'm like what the f- <laughs> it was so stupid it made me laugh when i watched it i know yeah me too I'm like, I thought cool was an earth phrase, not a rare earth. <laughs> well, he probably changed his password after, you know, 65 million years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is just such a stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that's that's the thing that gets me laughing is stupid Zato is cool. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, oh, I love you guys. And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Ay 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour. Today on the Power Hour episode 182, Rangers Thinking Positive, recorded on June 16th, 2021. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four Eyed Ranger Network. It's time to range up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. This episode is brought to you by our amazing patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Chris P, Steve F, Ethan S, AJW, Eric D, Jacob P, Steve M, Tyler B, Tyler D, Tyler W, Jason O, Liz M, Craig M, Mason M, Hassan A, Bo H, Raheem Y, Leland D, Jacob P, Derek G, and Teresa B for supporting us this month. You can also find all of the links to anything related to Ranger Command Power Hour at link tr.ee slash ranger command ph as well as our amazon affiliate link at amazon.com slash shop slash ranger command ph to support the podcast and it's been it's been a couple (laughs) weeks it's it's been a couple weeks since we uh recorded the last episode more than a couple weeks but we've got a ton of news to talk about we also have a patreon question from steve f at hip people guy which will go more in depth to and relates to the title of this episode yeah so how are y'all doing uh i've had a stressful week of babysitting my niece and nephew their daycare has been out 
for the last week or so, oh one of the teachers tested positive for COVID. And so as a precaution, they shut down the school for a week to give it a major deep clean and make sure that nobody else tests positive. So mm. I've been dealing with a toddler and an infant. Ooh. Wow. Well, I'm glad we were able to record at least. Holy cow. Yeah. Luckily, today was their dad's day off, so he's watching them today. And I'm just like, cool, I get a, I get a one-day reprieve from duty. <laughs> Tomorrow and Friday, though, no such luck. You know, you say duty, but with toddlers, I think that's a double meaning. Yeah, it is a O O D Y duty. <laughs> How about you, AP? Everything good? Uh, How are you? I mean, I kind of want to say no comment. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Understandable. But it's been okay. Um, I got to see some family over the weekend that I haven't seen in probably over a year. Same. Good. And we were all vaccinated and finally just like in a good place to see each other again. So we did that and we had a blast and I'm, I'm thankful I was able to do that. It's one of the, like a good bright spot in the last couple of weeks for me. I had something similar. Um, I took about four days off of work, which apparently was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't a mistake. I got to hang out with family, same as you. We're all vaccinated and it was amazing to see family after you know, almost a year and a half of, of this BS. And, you know, with what Zach is going through with babysitting and, you know, the distance that AP and I have had from our families and all that, um, if you have not had the vaccine yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. Please get the vaccine. I hope all of our listeners have at least been vaccinated once because we cannot stress the importance of hmm. Everything that's going on right now with the pandemic, the pandemic has gone on far too long and it would be great if everyone could just buckle down and get the vaccine, get vaccinated, you know, maintain social distance if you're still uncomfortable after, you know, a year and a half. And I, I don't know how much we can tell people that. Just like take care of yourselves, like stay healthy, keep doing what you're doing in order to make sure that you're going to make it out of this pandemic in one piece. I'm so glad I'm fully vaccinated, even though I don't really have anywhere to go. At least I know I have the freedom to go where I want to go because I am vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we mentioned this so much on the podcast because it means the world to us. It means the world to the health of our nation and globally. And just there's, there's so much that rides on everyone getting vaccinated and staying safe and healthy. I want to be able to go to conventions again. I want to be able to see friends and you know, not worry about this looming thing that's over our heads. Not to get preachy, but we've said it time and again. Let's get vaccinated. Let's get the hell out of this and let's enjoy things, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so we do have some news, quite a bit of news, actually, before we get to kind of a main topic or point of discussion that we wanted to talk about. Uh, first up, uh, out now, is Mighty Morphin issue eight we had not only a first look but also my uh review of the issue uh it came out last week as we recorded this on uh june 9th 
So, uh, lots of stuff going on, uh, continuing with the comics, and Mighty Morphin issue 8 is is no exception. Kind of some big reveals in this past issue. So, if you haven't read it yet, please go out and, and do that. Check it out. Mm-hmm. We also, as of today, got an exclusive first look of Power Rangers issue 8 that Boom Studios was able to reach out and give to us. So we got the first look for the issue that's coming out next week, which is June 23rd. Originally, it was supposed to be out today from the original solicitations uh, that we got a few months ago for June. They did indicate that it would have been the day that we record this, June 16th. But uh, checking previews last week and confirming with our contacts at Boom Studios, it was delayed to June 23rd. So I don't think there was anything wrong with the delay. It was just that apparently there are five Wednesday. It's one of those rare months where there's five Wednesdays in a month. And Mm. instead of having it like back to back with Mighty Morphin 8, they wanted it to go back to back with the newest Power Rangers Unlimited, which is coming out on the 30th, which is Edge of Darkness that deals with the Phantom Ranger. So they shuffled the schedule around, but we did get a first look. So it looks like things are heating up with the Omega Rangers versus the Imperials. And uh, the tease was pretty interesting. Uh, I love the Goni Montez uh, Morphin covers, and this one features Zordon morphed with his Altarian armor from the past 10,000 years. So very cool stuff going on in the comics. And if you are behind in the comics, as of this recording, you have about a week left. If you're listening to this over the weekend, you only have until this coming Wednesday, which is June 23rd, like I mentioned. And this is for uh, Humble Bundle. So Humble Bundle is a site which includes these amazing deals on bundled comics or video games or music. There's all kinds of different, there's even one for like role-playing, like Star Trek role-playing and all kinds of crazy stuff. And you pay a fraction of what you would pay initially if you purchased all this stuff. So they actually have one for the Boom Studios comics. And for like 25 to 30 bucks, you get $640 value of comics. That's amazing. Humble Bundle is so great with everything they do. I've purchased multiple bundles from them, be they video games or uh, recently there was a suite of like video editing software to make yep. uh, like home video stuff and like special effects stuff. And, and it was ridiculously cheap. I think I paid like 30 bucks and I got like $800 worth of video editing software. Humble Bundle, I cannot recommend enough like to get all these comics for that low of price is wonderful and absolutely you should jump on this if you uh, are still needing to get into the comics and and want to do so for a much cheaper price than trying to collect it all at retail. Now, yeah. I will say that this bundle also supports Stop Asian American Pacific Islander Hate, so the AAPI 
and the Human Rights Campaign Foundation. As of this recording, the bundle has raised almost $19,000 for charity. That's awesome. Amazing. So you you pay at least $25 to get all of the items, but you can literally pay what you want and you you determine how much Boom Studios gets, how much Humble Bundle gets, and how much the charity gets. You can literally adjust your donation custom amount. You can do a default donation, extra to charity, or a custom amount. So if you want the comics but want to give more to Boom Studios or give more to Stop AAPI Hate and the Human Rights Campaign, you can absolutely do that. That's really cool. These are also DM-free PDFs and eBooks that you can use on any device. Look, I already own all the comics. I own all of the... I own everything. I own doubles of stuff. But... I still went in on this, not only to support a great organization, but literally watermark free images of these comics. You can use them for videos. You can use them for graphics. You can use them for pretty pictures and blow up the poster and, you know, don't throw it on a freaking like torrent site or something. But, um, you know, this is an amazing opportunity to catch up. And I know AP, you've been catching up through uh, Hoopla and through your library. That's a great way. I've been reading a lot of comics lately that way. That's amazing. But now you can do this on your own computer, on your own device, at your own pace. So let me run through this deal. This is a great way to catch up because you literally get Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the, the first series, Volumes 1 through 14. So that's literally all of the comics, all of the first run of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, issues 1 through 55 with those 14 volumes. You also get the entire Go Go Power Rangers, all the volumes, 1 through 9, that includes up to issue 32 of Go Go Power Rangers. And guess what? Volume 9 in this bundle, this PDF, this isn't set for a physical release until September of this year. So you are getting an advance. I opened this PDF. It even includes the three social media Instagram covers that they never (laughs) even released to print for Adam, Aisha, and Matt. Wow. So I I opened up that PDF, and sure enough, on the inside cover, it says first printing September 2021. So with this humble bundle, you already get GoGo Power Rangers Volume 9, which isn't even out to print yet. I think that's amazing. So you get those first two volumes, but that's not all, because you get also the first two issues of both the new series, Mighty Morphin 1, Mighty Morphin 2, and Power Rangers 1 and 2. But wait, there's more. Because you also get, uh, I'm going through this, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Archive, Volumes 1 and 2, which collect all of the old comics from Marvel and Hamilton. Oh, wow. Back in the day. You also get, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Sins of the Future original graphic novel. The Soul of the Dragon original graphic novel. 
The Psychopath original graphic novel. Uh, the Lost Chronicles, Volume 1 and 2, which collects the annual stories from 2016 to 2018. Draken New Dawn, 1, 2, and 3, Ranger Slayer Number 1. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the pink miniseries. You basically get everything that's come out. E- yeah, wow. I might have to do this now. Yep. You also get the Dead. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Anniversary Special and Shattered Grid Number 1. It's an amazing collection. That's like the super fast track way to catch up. Pretty much. And for seriously 25 bucks, that's... Yeah, that's not bad. That's less than the cost of just buying two volumes of the comic. Dang. I... Ooh. (laughs) Again, you can also give more and and stop uh, AAPI hate and uh, support the Human Rights Campaign Foundation. Yeah, that's the one thing I always loved about Humble is that they allowed you to kind of slide the bar and say, okay, I want to give more to the charity. I want to give more to yep. the publisher or, you know, I want to give just a just a little bit of a tip to Humble Bundle for what they're doing. Like you can really decide how you want your donation to be split across the three. Yeah. So this is a fantastic deal. Definitely take advantage of it. I've probably dipped, double dipped and triple dipped and quadruple dipped into these comics, <laughs> but uh, they're quality stuff. And I, I think they're, this is seriously the, the most fantastic deal. There's no excuse to pirate these comics or, or do anything like that. Yeah. Support a great organization, get free comics, go wild with it. And how long is the deal going on for again? This is until. Thursday, uh, June 24th. So if you listen to this episode, you still have a few days to take advantage of this. All right. I'll have to tell some, uh, some of my friends that, uh, like Power Rangers and read comics to take advantage of this. Yeah, absolutely. This is, this is a fantastic way to catch up. Yeah. Yeah. In other news, in lightning collection and, and merch news, this past Friday, June 11th, they did another Power Rangers Fan First Friday for June. And this revealed the entire GameStop Lightning Collection, uh, the Pink Ranger capsule that they hinted at at uh, Hasbro Pulse Fan Fest a couple months ago. First off, Power Rangers Lightning Collection Mighty Morphin Pink Helmet. This features premium paint and decorative details inspired by the show, different articulation points for an adjustable fit, and a display stand uh, to showcase and support the helmet. Uh, There are limited quantities of all of these, both on, uh, on Hasbro Pulse. So if you don't like GameStop or don't have an account, you can definitely pre-order them through Hasbro Pulse. Hasbro Pulse has it listed for $84.99 and GameStop has it for $99.99. So I would say probably go with Hasbro Pulse. Maybe go with Hasbro Pulse, yeah. (laughs) Oh, here's the other toss-up. So GameStop says their expected date is July 2nd. Whereas Hasbro Pulse is saying that it will ship on October 1st. So maybe you save some money, but you get it later. Yeah. That date for GameStop may even change. 
but I think this is amazing. This is the first time we've had a female ranger helmet. Uh, yeah. Granted, it's it's Mighty Morphin, and I have not collected the Lightning Collection helmets, like the White Ranger or the Red Ranger. They're kind of on my on my wish list, but I think they did a great job on this helmet. Some Eagle Eye fans have have spotted that there's like two strips on either side of the pterodactyl head that aren't painted white, and someone posted that there should be some white between the visor and the mouthpiece. To me, I think those are minor details. I know for um, some people that may be a, a sticking point, but I'm so glad that Hasbro took a chance on Kimberly and, you know, doing this whole uh, theme based on the Pink Ranger. So personally, you know, aside from those small paint details, I think this helmet looks incredible. Yeah. If you didn't point out the like arrows, you wouldn't even I know. wouldn't I wouldn't even notice it. Right. Yeah. So it looks just like the helmet I wished I had when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I'm tempted to buy it. I probably won't, but like this is so cool. This makes me hope that like eventually they just get around to doing all of the MMPR helmets because I want a Triceratops helmet. Oh, me too, same. And I would love a Yellow Ranger helmet. Green Ranger helmet, I know they did white first, but to have a consistent line of MMPR helmets, I mean, look, everyone complains about, oh, it's MMPR, it's MMPR, can we get away from MMPR? But, come on, I grew up with it. We all grew up with it. Mighty Morphin is still the first for a lot of people, and to have a consistent display of all of the helmets in Lightning Collection, and it's cheaper than uh, uh, getting a prop helmet. You'll probably get it faster than some of these prop makers. Mm-hmm. And it'll all be a consistent quality. So I think they're already doing three of the seven already. Mm-hmm. And it's only been like two and a half years since Hasbro has, you know, done stuff for Power Rangers. So who knows? Maybe in three or four years, we'll have all of MMPR. I think this is great. I think it's amazing that we're even getting something of this caliber. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say consistently because there's only been three out of the seven, but just the fact that it's even happening is amazing. Yeah, this is great. They're still available on Hasbro Pulse and GameStop. We have a whole article on this with all the pictures. We'll link it in our show notes. And that article includes links to both Hasbro Pulse and GameStop. Next up on the announcement is the Lightning Collection Mighty Morphin Pink Ranger Power Morpher. And this is a repaint of the one that they did for Walmart. But this version is kind of inspired by the movie because the description says, Picture it, a movie theater in 1995. The trailer's finished, the screen goes dark, and then a bunch of teenagers with attitude hop out of a plane and skydive into Angel Grove. The Power Rangers had hit the big screen. Now, Hasbro celebrates the iconic 90s classic with this premium collectible, the Lightning Collection Mighty Morphin Pink Ranger Power Morpher. So it's pink-themed. It has all five of the dino coins, so it doesn't have... Um, the other like pink ranger coins, like the crane, but apparently this will also come with milk caps 
There will be four collectible milk caps or pogs with images of the Mighty Morphin Pink Ranger. That still cracks me up that we're getting pogs again. Like, <laughs> yeah, what what year is this? Right? I like, love, I love the description in like the official description that they sent out to. Remember milk caps? <laughs> Don't worry, you'll <laughs> recognize them. <laughs> Remember yeah. pogs? They're back in pog form. <laughs> Uh. Yeah, it's it's so crazy. So this is still available at GameStop. It's still available on Hasbro Pulse. I, again, this is one of those situations that's weird because GameStop lists it as $49.99, also expected date of July 2nd. Pulse has it for $52.99, so $3 more, also with a October 1st street date so uh your mileage may vary uh (laughs) if you're going with one retailer i would say get them all in in one go yeah but they are still available so i mean i hope y'all don't mind me mentioning but my only gripe with this is just like why not include the ninja coin right yeah it seems i realize it's more of like a repaint situation what have you but Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a missed opportunity and you would get a lot more sales if it was something a little different Yeah. instead of just a simple repaint with all the same coins people already have. I definitely think this was a missed opportunity. Um, I think AP, you had mentioned on Twitter, like why not just redesign the stand for just the two coins? Mm -hmm. I mean, I hate to say it, but Bandai did it right. When they did the movie Morpher re-releases, they included the ninja coins. It was great. And that's all they included was the ninja coins. It was a little bit cheaper, I think, maybe as a result, because it had less things with it. But it was still something that people didn't already have. And this is just kind of, yeah, you might get some Pink Ranger fans buying this, but Mm -hmm. it's just a missed opportunity for even more purchases and something new. Right. And this is definitely one I'll be passing on. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's not to say that, look, I I already have a Power Morpher from the Walmart exclusive that Hasbro's done. I bought all the Bandai Morphers. Even then, I don't think I did any of the custom movie Morphers that they did. Yeah, I don't think I bought any of those. But I did get the Bandai coin sets that had the different coins. Mm Mm-hmm. This is definitely feels like a, hey, let's just push out the molds that we already have type of situation. And, you know, I think that's why they limited it to this one retailer, this one capsule. Yeah. I've got no problem with that. I'm just starting to really recognize that if the past few years have taught me anything, I don't need to collect every single thing that comes out. Mm-hmm. And there will be some things that aren't for me. Now listen, if you're the if you're a huge Kimberly or Cat fan and pink you're all about the Pink Ranger, holy cow, you must have gone through the roof with these announcements. Oh <laughs> yeah. No, it's they're still really cool announcements, don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. But it's just like there's like little little missed opportunities here and there. It's like why I get it, cost cutting measures using the same molds, but still it's like there's that opportunity for so much more. Why didn't they take it? Yeah. Mm. And I will say for these, for both the Pink Ranger helmet and the Morpher, the model that they got for this, she looks absolutely thrilled and happy. And I completely love her custom hoodie 
because it reminded me of the the form in the Pink Ranger comic. Yeah. Like the Mighty Morphin Pink, which you can buy from Humble Bundle. But it, that hoodie totally reminded me of that Pink Ranger comic version that they did. And speaking of the model looking like she's like genuinely happy and having a blast, like, can I just mention like Loretta and Emily? Yes. They were fantastic in the Hasbro video where they announced all this stuff. Yeah. They seemed like they were genuinely having fun and they, it wasn't like a corny forced fun either. It was like, they were, they were so good. And I kind of just hope Hasbro uses them for, for everything now. Cause yep. You just reminded me that I should probably edit this article to include that video. Let me do that uh, <laughs> real quick. Sure thing. Let me eat another pita chip real quick. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but no, to your point, AP, like um, Emily and Loretta, I think they brought an amazing energy to this live stream yeah it's like an energy like we haven't gotten before yeah no offense to everybody else i'm sure everyone else is like fan fan enough there's no real like true fans what have you but they just had such a great attitude and they kind of just kept the good vibes going and it wasn't like corny with them i got like mad corny vibes from like past hasbro videos it's like mad corny vibes and these two, they were just, they were great. There, there was a, a couple parts in this one that I, f- that I felt were a little, like, whatever, but... Yeah, I mean, but but in my opinion, anyway, not to the yeah. same extent. They had fun with it. It wasn't like, okay, it wasn't like, okay, let's read another trivia question. Trust me, the, the other Fan First Fridays, like the ones for um, Transformers or Star Wars... Yeah. There's this one guy... I, and I'm sorry, guy, if you're listening from Hasbro, but just like the most over the top, like, dude, calm down. Like, it's almost to the point of annoyance. And I I wasn't really annoyed with Emily or Loretta. They brought an amazing energy. And I think why they were so excited is like what they mentioned in the video. They actually filmed in person at the Hasbro office. They were together, like, next to each other, not talking over a Zoom call. They were literally together because they were vaccinated. And you could you could feel that energy. Like, we're back in the office. And they had an amazing background with all of the, like, the Hasbro background. I don't know if it was intentional, but uh, there's definitely uh, a, a rainbow color scheme. I don't know if that's intentional for Pride Month, but I think that was a great... Uh, visual for it and yeah they were excited to be talking about uh the pink ranger and that type of energy makes me excited even when it's with products that i'm not necessarily gonna buy i missed the fan first friday so i i I don't have much input i overslept and missed it entirely well great news because you can also watch it because i just updated our article with a link to the live stream (laughs) Woo! I can go back and watch. Yeah, I, I like, man, this past week was a whirlwind of different news things going on. Like Thursday morning, yeah. it was a critical role thing. Friday, it was Power Rangers. Then Saturday through Tuesday, it was E3. And I, it just, that one got lost in the shuffle. <laughs> oh my God. E3 and this weekend and, and all that stuff. Like E3 sold me on an Xbox. I, 
Woohoo! 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 Buy an Xbox this summer. One of us. One of us. No, it's amazing, and we can play Halo when that comes out. It'll be great. Oh my god, Halo! Yes. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Back to Power Rangers. Anyway, yes, Power Rangers. Sorry, the, the Halo podcast is for next fall, next spring. <laughs> next, you're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the um, Power Rangers Lightning Collection, Mighty Morphin Pink Ranger and Zeo Pink Ranger two pack. This is totally about Catherine because yep. uh, not only does it include both. Zeo pink and mighty morphin pink also the pink rangers got that new head sculpt uh Mm -hmm. i hope they fix the issue with that plague the original pink ranger mold with the bendy leg i really hope that this pack corrects that but not only does it include all the accessories it's it comes with two two more catherine head sculpts the metallic release has a completely different head sculpt than these two. And it's both to uh, simulate her look in MMPR later seasons, as well as Zio. I'm sorry, but on that note, I don't think it looks like her at all. I'm just saying. I don't think the head sculpts look like Catherine at all. Both of them or? Both of them. I think it looks, (laughs) I mentioned it on Twitter and I guarantee you nobody knows who it is. But I'm throwing a picture in the Skype chat. Oh, God. Looks like fucking Louise Lombard. She was on CSI. And I'm I'm on a nostalgia trip recently. So. Oh, I wow. Mean, you, yeah, you I pull can that see up it. and you put it next to the straight hair Catherine. The MMPR oh, wow. Catherine figure looks just like Louise Lombard. All right. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's de- that's definite. Wow, Zach, what are what are your thoughts on the head sculpt? I'm I'm checking out this picture now. That uh, oh wow, yeah, AP, that's pretty close. <laughs> see, see, look what I did. Yeah, <laughs> I can't unsee it. That is uh, well, those civilian heads will just stay in the package, I guess. Um, yeah, I love that we're getting this Catherine dedicated pack so much so that they included a cat figure to have. Oh my you god, know, I love that. That I made me that. laugh. It's when I, it's a lightning collection cat. Yeah. It's a literal lightning so collection. So that begs the question, can the lightning collection Meower Rangers be too far behind? Oh Jesus God. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love Ooh. that Zeo Ranger One comes with the shield, comes mm. with the the sword, comes with the all the great effects pieces, of course. It's a really cool two pack, and it's a great way to not only fill out your Mighty Morphin Pink, but also your your Zeo Pink, uh, you know, for your for the rest of your collection. So this is also uh, still available on both Pulse and GameStop. It makes me okay. wonder why I why I sprang for Hasbro Pulse Premium again when they're still available. So Hasbro Pulse lists it as a December first uh, ship date for forty one ninety nine for this pack. Uh, for GameStop, it's uh, $39.99, and the date for that one is September 1st. Hmm. This is still a GameStop exclusive. I actually pre-ordered this one through Pulse, just because I don't want to deal with GameStop scrap. And since I already ponied up for a year of premium, I'm going to stick with Hasbro Pulse. So 
I like the ability to pre-order these, but out of these announcements, personally, this is the only one that I pre-ordered. Okay. And last, and and certainly least, because I don't know who asked for this, (laughs) the Power Rangers Lightning Collection cell-shaded Mighty Morphin Pink Ranger. On stream, they said, okay, first off, this doesn't come with a head sculpt at all. GameStop, it's still available on GameStop and Pulse. And this is another one of those weird ones because GameStop lists it as $29.99, releasing on August 4th. And Pulse has it for $3 less at $26.99, but it's going to be October 1st. This has no port. Wait, this has no portrait. It says that this is inspired by video game and comic styles. They mentioned in the stream as a bonus because this has all three versions of the Blade Blaster, which not all of the MMPR figures have. So there's the bladed version, the closed version for the holster, as well as just the regular gun version. I'm sorry, but at $30, this is not enough to me to get extra Blade Blasters. Yeah. That is not a sorry. selling point. I just pulled up the promo picture where the figure is holding both of the blade blasters with one in the holster. And <laughs> it is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, like I just saw bla- that. Blade yeah. blasters on blade blasters. Oh my uh, God, it is. She's like, hold- <laughs> she's holding two of the blade blasters and the holstered one too. Like, yeah. woo. Well, it's funny <laughs> is she's holding the one that's supposed to go in the holster and the gun is in the holster. Like, yeah. It would make more sense to have her hold the gun and hold the blade and put the closed one in as... It would make more sense not to have this figure. That's true. That would make the most sense to not have this figure. I don't know what the audience for this is. I truly don't. Yeah, I agree 100%. I could understand if maybe this was like a convention exclusive limited to like 200 or something. Right. Something very limited... In, like, a niche situation. But this is, like, full-blown part of the capsule, like, available for pre-order. Yeah. Like, seems to be more of a wide release. And it's like, why? It has, like, a clear pink version of the bow as well as one of the arrows and a slightly different colored effect piece. But this doesn't remind me of comics or video games. This just... Because the comics aren't cell-shaded in that style. They're just colored. And, like, for Battle for the Grid or Legacy Wars, it's 3D. There is no cell shaded in the game. So, they say inspired by the comics and video games, but maybe inspired by generic comics and video games, but not yeah. certainly the ones that, that we have released. I mean, it's a neat concept. It does look kind of neat, but, like, who's going to buy this? Who wanted this? Why... Why do this at all? Why not just, I hate to say, but why not repaint some figures that need to be repainted? Right. Like some that you kind of messed up on Hasbro. Why not repaint the, was it SPD Red and um, some of the other ones that got a little, uh, some questionable paint apps. Sure. But this is just a, a strange a very strange choice. I'd love to know the like marketing decision behind this. Like, why? Why this? 
I can tell you why. It's because they want to re get a use out of those MMPR molds from here until eternity. Oh, I know, but like, still, it's like it's a little bizarre. If there's cell shaded versions of all the other MMPR Rangers, I just I don't want this taking up shelf space. I'm not going to waste. It's ten dollar premium for this. I look forward to picking it up at GameStop when it's in the bargain bin. That's all I'm going to say. Maybe if it came with like a neat comic style, like civilian head or something, that would be like kind of cool, like a comic version of yep. him. If it was based on anyone like Dan Mora art or literally yeah. anything yeah. from the comics. But no, it's just like a weird repainted Pink Ranger figure. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's odd. And then finally, so we're not talking about this the whole night. Since Zeo Pink really was the the new Lightning Collection figure uh, for this, the completely new mold, they did tease an image. And this, to me, looks like, and a lot of people have pointed it out, this looks like the head for the Cogs from Zeo. That'd be cool. Like a, like a Cog pack or a Cog single figure like we got with the, the putty or the, what's the bird? Tango. My, thank you. My brain was like, a, any word but Tango was coming to mind. I just call it the bird one. It's yeah. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was a little light on the wallet, but I, I do think that the helmet's great. I love the Zeo pink. I am glad that Hopefully the MMPR pink, this is a better version of that figure, at least uh, fixing some of the mistakes with the helmet as well as the, the joint. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But, you know, your, your mileage may vary. Yeah, I mean, like, I probably won't be picking up any of these, to be honest. It gives me a little bit of a nostalgia trip. Mm-hmm. Like, the Pink Ranger was always my favorite growing up. Was I had the Zeo Zord, um, the Super Zeo Zord uh, pink Oh, nice from the Megazord set, mm-hmm. and that was one of my favorite things. And I had like basically every MMPR Pink Ranger figure. This is like five year old AP's dream, um, <laughs> <laughs> but like older AP's, like eh, not quite. Yeah, no. there's there's just there's better collectibles either coming yeah. down the pipeline or you know a backlog yeah. that we need to get to still. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but this is also the thing that kind of bothered me about this. And, like, I realized the intention was always MMPR focus for this capsule. But during the stream, they insinuated a couple times that they were going to announce something that wasn't MMPR. And they showed clips from, like, Lost Galaxy. and They went on and on about Corona. Yeah, they they went on and on about, like, other, like other seasons and i was like hoping we would get something else and if that was the case then i would definitely pick that up like i was kind of hoping maybe we'd get like a corona figure or like in space cassie something like that but we didn't and it was a little strange to me to insinuate that with no payoff right and i know that they said that this stream was titled like pioneering pink rangers or whatever so yeah. i i get it and you know they wanted to say that you know, they paved the way for other great pink rangers. And they did talk about Kendricks and Caron. Yeah. And, you know, Cassie. Literally the next three pink rangers after Catherine. 
So it's yeah. like, why didn't you announce Turbo? Why didn't you announce In Space Pink or Lost Galaxy Pink? I, I would 100% pick up like a Corone Lost Galaxy Pink figure mm-hmm. or Turbo or any of them. Because Turbo would indicate that it would be a new sculpt for an, a yes. new line of, of figures as we're completing yes. some teams. It would leave you a little bit more hopeful that we're getting more. Yeah. It was it was definitely a tease. I I was yeah. I was like waited on bated breath. I'm like okay, and you don't have to announce like going for sale today, but say and in 4 months we've got Turbo, we got In Space, we've got all these yeah. different Pink Rangers that are coming up. And the fact that they literally chose the clip where it is Cassie and Kendrick's and just like the choice of clip and just everything it gave me so much hope and then i was like oh darn like it's not happening (laughs) yeah i don't know what they were thinking with that i really don't well here's something that they should have let in so Mm -hmm. all right so literally it was the next day after the fan first friday Mm -hmm. i don't know how to pronounce their name on twitter but it's at win a i y y or um, when I, I guess, but this person has posted, uh, multiple leaks before, uh, this came from the Chinese wonder festival, 2021, mm-hmm. this two pack Ecliptor and Astronoma. And it's not just any re-release of Astronoma. She has all new sculpted detail for her armor, as well as a new face sculpt with the pink hairstyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the two pack to get excited for. I am so tempted by this. Oh, I yeah. mean, that Ecliptor figure looks amazing. Yeah. That uh, honestly, like he's worth it alone. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have Astronoma already. Cause I have the Astronoma Andros two pack. Me too. But, I have it too, but but like you said, Eric, with this new Astronema, there's armor detail molded in, and there's a new hairstyle and a new face sculpt, mm-hmm. and the fact that yeah, it comes with Ecliptor, and Ecliptor looks just perfect, and it's like yep. I I I want this two pack for sure. And what's amazing is the armor pieces on the original two pack release that included Astronema. Those p- armor pieces are detachable, so you could attach them to this figure and literally have the ultimate astronomer with all the sculpted details, everything on this figure. Personally, I'm looking forward to kind of having like a little bit of an astronomer display. I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> we get like cyborg astronomer, which are an we? Astronomer shine, a shrine. Yeah, like a little like astronomer, um, astronomer shrine. It's it's hard to say. I get it. Like a little astronomer shrine. There uh, you go. No, no. Yeah, that was okay. right. You said it right. I did. Oh my gosh. Astronomer okay. shrine. <laughs> <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> but but what's great about this two pack is it ties in with the hype that Astronomer and Ecliptor have received from the comics. Yeah, and they're running the comics. I am totally down for this pack. Some reports from uh, Lightning Fig PR, and I'll post all the links to the Twitter links with all of the pictures, but 
they said that this might be an Amazon exclusive. There's no confirmation on oh. that, but that's what it's leaning towards. Uh, if that's the case, I'm just going to order it with other things so that it comes in a box and not a mailer bubble. Yeah. Oh, that's... <laughs> or get gift packaging. Just pay a little bit extra for the gift packaging and yeah. then it'll be in a box. And then it's like a gift for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but people have compared both uh, figures uh, side by side, and there's definitely more sculpted details. It looks like the necklace that she has is completely different. It's not just attached to the armor. So lots of different little details on this. So you can get two different versions of Astronoma with this pack. Yeah, this is definitely exciting, and I'm, I'm eager to have this come out here. Because I want it. I'm, I'm excited for no more. Was it Ecliptor being like one of the rarest figures in all of Power Rangers? Now? <laughs> yeah, like no when kidding. They, like oh when they God. randomly show up on eBay every now and then, and it's like $150 for that Oof. little action figure. Now, now you're going to have an actual like beautiful Ecliptor figure that's more widely available. I cannot wait. In scale with all of your other lightning yes. collection figures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then finally, for kind of our, our merch section here, Loot Crate has announced exclusively through Toku Nation their new cosplay apparel. And this is like a new line from Loot Crate. And these are inspired, obviously, by Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, uh, Red, Green, and Pink Rangers. They include... Uh, almost like a jersey type design. It's a jersey style and it looks like a jersey uh, material. Uh, the designs are limited and they are available until August 15th or until they sell out. You can check out the link. Basically, you can choose which version of the jersey that you want. They also have a a crate that includes the entire collection. So if you get any one of the single designs, that is $29.99 plus shipping. But you can also get the entire collection, so all three jerseys, for $89.97. And you can save, I guess, 67% on shipping with the complete set. Sorry, these things are so ugly. <laughs> I mean... They are the ugliest. I understand, like, gaming jerseys and what have you, but these are butt ugly. <laughs> and I'm just going to come out. I'm just coming out and saying it. They are butt ugly. And it's just, like, the word AP, hey, this cos- is supposed to be the positive episode. <laughs> well, sorry. I am not a positive person, Zach. I'm inherently negative. No, I, I agree. Like, these definitely are not for me. More power to you if this is your thing. It's just to to me. Let me just say that. To me, they are butt ugly. And it's a little strange to me that it's part of this cosplay line and it's insinuating that it's going to be some, like, neat replica of the ranger suits and then like this is what you open up the link and this is what you see yeah so loot crate says that their cosplay uh brings new and casual cosplay attire to your everyday life wear exclusive apparel inspired by the costume styles and looks and this is is their new series so they're kicking off their new series with mighty morphin i completely agree with you ap 
I am not a fan of the design. They don't even have my size anyway. So this, and it already looks small on the larger gentleman in these photos. So I already know this isn't for me. Yeah, this this looks like like active wear, like the, yeah. like oh, you can be geeky while you're working out. No, I don't want to. But it's so busy. I just don't. It's such a busy design. There's so much going on. It's so many different patterns. And who did this? Um, <laughs> like <laughs> officially licensed by Hasbro. Yay! Um. <laughs> I, I don't. It just it just seems like there are much better options that they could have gone with. Why all these different just the coins, like the repeating coins. Hey, I don't, the, the, the diamonds, the weird off-centered diamonds in the, mm-hmm. in the oh my gosh. Man, it's just so... Uh, I will positively say that I do like the illustrations of the Zord heads. Oh, those are cool. Yeah. They are cool, but it's like if that was maybe the only thing on there, that would be neat. Um, but instead, you got these weird lightning bolt situations, and then the and and no love for black, yellow, and blue. Seriously, I know that's also like I don't know. I'm just saying, if those lightning bolts on the sides weren't there, maybe like the weird diagonal lightning bolt across the body on each side of the Zord pictures. And like, Green Ranger has three lightning bolts. The other two have two. So there's not even, like, consistency Cons- in the style. Yeah. it's. I think it's the lightning bolt that's throwing me off. It just it just adds and... The red one has two <laughs> that lead into one lightning bolt. The pink ranger has two lightning bolts that are two lightning bolts. And Dragonzord has three bars that turn into three lightning bolts. I don't... I just don't... It is okay, a weird well, mission. You know what? We'll move on. We'll move on. Yeah. Not, not for us. We'll include the link. If 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 that's something for you, then by all means, go ahead. Yes. Uh, we'll move on to some gaming news. Renegade Games Heroes of the Grid is launching a new Kickstarter on June 22nd called Rangers United. We will have a link to that. Apparently, there will be four packs in all. So this is kind of like their big yearly release like they did last year with the Psycho Ranger release. There will be the main expansion called Rangers United. Uh, There will be a Dino Thunder, a smaller team pack for Dino Thunder. Another Allies pack. And then uh, a fourth pack, which they haven't announced yet. So by the time that you listen to this episode, they will have revealed all of the contents of all of the packs. And again, you can check it out when the Kickstarter launches on June 22nd. But Rangers United contains seven Rangers, Omega Red, Omega Black, Omega Yellow, the Violet Solar Ranger, and Beast Morphers Red, Blue, and Yellow. They include... 12 foot soldiers, which are Tronics, one nemesis, which is Dane from the Necessary Evil arc. He's the uh, red Syrian that is like Doggy Kruger's species. Three monsters, Blaze, Darkonda, and Roxy, as well as one boss, which is Kia, the Omega Blue 
Ranger. That is effing awesome. It's pretty rad. That's yeah. a lot of really cool content for that game. That I will never play and or get to painting, but yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure as hell going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see some love for uh, Beast Morphers, some more recent seasons, so. Absolutely. The Dino Thunder pack contains, because Dino Thunder Black has already been released in previous packs, like the Tommy pack. So he's not included in this, but you can complete the team with Dino Thunder Red, Blue, Yellow, and White. The monster is the evil Dino Thunder White, and this will have four Zord and one Megazord card. So that's one of the smaller team packs that they have released before. Hey, this is future Eric here, and I just wanted to say that there is an update to the two other packs for Rangers United for Heroes of the Grid. And those are the Ranger Allies 2-pack, which contains five Rangers, Joe She, Hyper Force Green Ranger, Zane, Silver Space Ranger, Ryan Mitchell, the Titanium Ranger, Cameron Watanabe as the Green Samurai Ranger, and Robert R.J. James as the Jungle Fury Wolf Ranger. The pack also contains five Zord cards, including the Hydra Hyper Zord, the Mega Winger, the Max Solar Zord, Samurai Star Chopper, and the Wolf Animal Spirit, as well as one Megazord card, the Lightspeed Solar Zord. The other pack is the Villain Pack 4, A Dark Turn, which contains one Nemesis, Zeltrax, two Monsters, Ecliptor and Elsa, and two bosses, Astronoma and Mezagog. I am really excited for this release. I've collected all of the versions while I haven't necessarily played. Uh, I think that's something that I will do in the future to paint these. Maybe we'll have another pandemic and I'll be stuck in the house for another year. That's horrible. I shouldn't have said that. But um, yeah, but speaking of painting, Heroes of the Grid is also doing a new contest called uh, Heroes of the Grid Master Stroke Painting Contest. And you have until the end of this month, June 29th, to post those entries. So you all you need to do is you need to submit an image of your best Heroes of the Grid painted miniature. We'd love to see new paint jobs for this, but we understand that some of you super fans may have already painted everything. So on June 30th, they will post a gallery of all of the entries and draw randomly for prizes for all entrants. Three lucky winners will receive uh, $50 in Kickstarter or web store credit, and one lucky participant will receive all of the new content from the Rangers United Kickstarter. So this is an amazing opportunity to get started on painting, as well as a chance to win this amazing pack or get a discount on it if you're one of the winners that are chosen. Pretty cool. Makes me wish I had anyone to play with. <laughs> <laughs> Same. And then finally in our gaming news, also Dino Thunder related, Kira Ford Dino Thunder Yellow 
is now part of Legacy Wars. This was released on June 4th and is the newest entry in Legacy Wars content. Nice. So that's a lot more love for Dino Thunder. Uh, It's a great season. You love to see it. We also have an AP. Please confirm this. Ranger Command Alliance does have some spots open. It does. It does. It does. I think we have maybe three or four open. Three or four spots open. Perfect. All you have to do to join the Alliance is look for Ranger Command. Just type out Ranger Command two words in uh, the search. I think it's, is it request to join or they can, they can just join. I am pulling it up right now just to double check. Might be on my track, Eric, and I apologize in advance, but I was eating pita chips again, and I don't know if I remembered to mute my mic properly. I mean, we didn't hear you chewing, so. Okay, well then I did do that correctly. (laughs) These must be some good pita chips. (laughs) They're Aldi Aldi brand pita chips. Oh, dude, the Aldi brand stuff is pretty top-notch, I gotta say. It is. They're amazing. I think Teresa literally just bought hummus. Ooh. Ooh, I have hummus too, but I didn't get that out. Just the pita chips. So we have five open spots in the Ranger Command Alliance. Awesome. And the requirements to join are you have to be in the Crystal League or above. And it is like request to join invite only. But how that works is you basically just request to join and one of us will let you in. And if for some reason you are not in Crystal League yet, but you're very active and you want to join, just shoot me a message on, or Zach or Eric, I think, I don't know. Or the podcast. Yeah. Anybody, just shoot us all a message. Let us know that you want to join, but you're not quite at Crystal League yet. We can temporarily put the requirements down to uh, let you in. Probably not me. I haven't played Legacy Wars in quite a long time <laughs> ap or i will, will yeah, do maybe, maybe, yeah maybe ap or eric or the podcast account just just not me <laughs> yeah all right oh sorry my cat just brought me a toy oh cute oh she's meowing at me i have to i have to thank her good girl good girl okay when they bring you toys you're supposed to thank them because um, basically when they do that, it means that they're taking care of you and you're supposed yeah, to show Yeah, like they're showing off that they're hunting for you. Yes. I just got a little catnip teddy bear brought to me. I think we can move on to this fun news. Yes. Yes. So, yes. Mega Power Brazil found this kind of little tidbit and it's kind of confirming what we already knew or was rumblings of. Is the next Power Rangers film coming in 2023? It would make sense because that is the literal 30th anniversary of the franchise. And this is from Licensing Con Brazil. And there is a description for the brands and character guide uh, for Power Rangers. And the description in this Licensing Con says that Uh, Power Rangers is a global phenomenon, a unisex brand with more than 90% knowledge present in over 108... I'm reading a translated from Portuguese version. 10 billion in retail sales in the U.S. in the most diverse categories. 
Power Rangers in its DNA has a lot of action, emotion, teamwork, diversity, and humor. With a movie release planned for 2023, Power Rangers is a streaming success with more than 26 seasons and 900 episodes available on Netflix. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> and Unless they're planning to add them back on. Well, that'd um, be nice. What Mega Power Brazil is pointing out that this movie is confirmed for 2023. I think that lines up with everything that has been rumored so far. Mm-hmm. It would be a perfect time to do it for the 30th anniversary of the franchise. So I think that all makes sense. Yeah. But in even more exciting news. Yep. Power Rangers Dino Fury first half of season one is completely on Netflix. And when it released on Netflix, we all noticed that it is listed as a Netflix series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think this ties into that new copyright information that we talked about in episode 181, where the copyright for Dino Fury was both Hasbro and Netflix. Yeah. So it is a Netflix series. Obviously, we have reviewed episodes one through eight in past extra episodes. Our next extra episode, releasing at the end of June, at the end of this month, we will review episodes 9 through 11. It's going to be a very fun episode. I can't wait to talk about these new episodes. I've already watched them once. I'm probably going to watch them at least two more times. Same here. And so, just to tease what we'll be talking about, episode 9 is called Cut Off. The Rangers tease Ollie for bringing all of his gadgets on a camping trip, but his tech might be their only hope when the sinister Sporex suddenly attack. Episode 10 is called Phoning Home, which I love that because of E.T. Phone Home. I I love that title. A knight from Zato's home planet suddenly appears at Dino Henge with a message that might be too good to be true, and Solon has her suspicions. I have noticed that all of these titles for Dino Fury are two words. I don't know if that's intentional. I think Mm -hmm. it might be. And then episode 11 is called Mixed Scary Manor. Amelia hunts for ghosts at a creepy mansion, but there's no supernatural sighting, only a fierce face-off with the pyramid-shaped Tombtress which is a very awesome name for a monster. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. We'll totally go into all of these episodes. I think we were very excited to watch all of them. I'm glad I had the day off when these released because uh, I did like watching these. I enjoyed them very much. So we will have a full discussion. I'm just like, wait, there's no Gold Ranger? So when? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. It was a little weird, but uh, but I didn't mind. I think we were all expecting it, but I think, if anything, Dino Fury is proving to expect the unexpected with, yeah. yep. with this season of Power Rangers. And I, I will say just a little bit of a preview tidbit for our next episode that, I mean, I, I'll still say the Izzy episode, Izzy Focus episode was my favorite one, mm-hmm. but... These are some of my favorites overall. Yeah. They had some very great moments We're in it that all very I'm excited to talk, to talk about. about them. 
Yes. Yeah. And I do like that this, now that I'm thinking about it, this trio of episodes are focus episodes for the first three Rangers. Yep. Yeah. Blue, red, and pink. Mm-hmm. And I think episode 11 is definitely the strongest. I am so glad Amelia got another focus episode. We find out way more about her family and pop pop makes another appearance from his um, other appearance earlier in this season. And over the past month, like Simon Bennett has obviously he's continued to post behind the scenes images. They Mm -hmm. posted a cast shot, which they've done in the past for past seasons. Like when the season wraps, they have a big photo shoot with the entire cast and crew in one of the main set locations. Mm -hmm. And so it was taken in the buzz blast set and it has all of the cast and crew, including the guest stars. So they had Sarah Dalton, who played Izzy's cousin, and they also had Pop-Pop's actor in there. So I think Pop-Pop is going to be a continued recurring character, and I don't want to spoil what we're going to talk about in the episode, (laughs) but again, these episodes are continuing to build the story, it builds the mystery, it adds Mm -hmm. another layer. And I'm actually glad that these are a little bit more paced out before we get to the Gold Ranger. Because when the Gold Ranger appears, or whenever the Sixth Ranger appears in these series, it's always a really big deal. And obviously you shift more focus on them because they're the new character that you're learning about. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that because green and black came a little bit later into the series, I'm glad that they're kind of stretching out when the gold Ranger appears. And that, I think that was something that everyone was expecting when we were anticipating these episodes. Everyone in the fandom was kind of like, oh my God, Gold Ranger, I can't wait. And so I, I know there's a little disappointment there, but like I said, and, and like we've said, I think Dino Fury is mixing things up a bit in terms of our expectations And I'm really liking that. I'm always pleasantly surprised. And that is such a nice change of pace. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Like everything that Simon Bennett and Becca Barnes and the rest of the cast and crew have been doing to make this season and this show as special as it has been is really appreciated. And Mm -hmm. like you said, Eric, with the idea of like them slowly sprinkling in bits of like backstory and foreshadowing Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, like, After these last three episodes, I have got such a fan theory that, like, I can't wait to talk about it on the next extra episode because it's going to blow some minds. I'm excited. So this is a great opportunity for um, everyone, especially those. We we do know that there are some listeners that don't have cable. Uh, We have listeners that wait around for the Netflix release. I'm glad that we got three new episodes to make half of a season. It makes the hiatus definitely feel shorter. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Netflix's schedule is coming up with. I don't think anyone knows. 
obviously now that this is categorized as a Netflix series, they can essentially drop the new episodes whenever we don't know what the status is with Nickelodeon. Are they going to air the rest of the first season in kind of the normal broadcast uh, schedule? We've speculated and, and theorized that, you know, Power Rangers Day, August 28th is on a Saturday. So maybe that's when the new quote unquote new episodes come back. Maybe it starts off with episode nine. We don't know. Uh, there's a lot that's up in the air right now, but I will say having this chunk of episodes on Netflix, I think it will get the entire fandom on the same page. We can talk about it. We can theorize about it and uh, we can anticipate a new era for Power Rangers broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going to be very upfront right now for like a good solid three minutes. <laughs> You're going to hate me, Eric. But my cat was like sitting in my lap purring for like a good solid three minutes. Mm-hmm. For what it's worth, I, I didn't hear anything. I am almost 100% sure it was picked up on my Audacity recording. It's fine. It's fine. So I didn't have the, I didn't have the heart to like kick her out. She's, no, no, no. She was like literally like sleeping there purring and I'm like, I can't. But then I started noticing it was being picked up. So I did. Everyone knows her, the law of having a cat is once they lay on you, you don't get to get up there. You're stuck I there. Know. Yeah. It's... <laughs> they have claimed your lap as their <laughs> domain for however long it pleases them. Yeah. <laughs> I just have more to clean up on the audio track. It's fine. I'm, I'm so sorry. No, it's all right. No, seriously, it's all right. I think animals are a, a joy, and sometimes I, I wish I had one. They're great companions. So mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to get mad over your cat. Your cat is amazingly cute, and yeah. So no, I'm just. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. Fine. No, I'm thanks sorry. for the heads it's up. Just like I literally, I just, I looked at her, and I'm like. You shouldn't be doing this, but like I can't. She was just like so happy to be like near me, and I, I don't. You don't have to explain. Seriously, yeah. Just thanks for the heads up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I thought it was gonna be way worse. I thought you'd be like for the last three minutes. I've lost audacity, and it hasn't been recording. It's crashed. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, she just she gets like separation anxiety sometimes, oh. and like during the day when I'm working, I don't really let her near mm. me too much so like after the work day's done she just like won't leave me alone okay that was a lot of news i think we covered everything that's uh, happened for the past couple weeks past few weeks mm-hmm. now i mentioned this in a previous episode but um for our top tier patrons they have the ability to pick kind of like an episode topic or extended a uh, question that they want answered or um, a perspective that we can talk about. And Steve F hit people guy has been a huge supporter of not only the podcast, but um, all of our personal endeavors. I know he's always hanging out in my uh, Twitch chat and um, very supportive individual in the fandom mm-hmm. and yeah. probably one of the most positive people in the fandom. Yep. And he actually had this to say. So Steve F at hit people guy on Twitter. He said, I like to see Ranger command power hour. Talk about what pieces of the fandom they truly enjoy. I know there's been a lot of discourse about 
frustrations of fandom spaces and interactions, but maybe something where everyone gets to talk about what they enjoy about fandom or about Power Rangers slash the interactions with the people they treasure. And we did get kind of some positive affirmation from Adam at Little Adam 87. There was some conversation he was having uh, with John Green about different fandom sources and wanting to talk intelligently about uh, taking merch seriously and discussion intelligently. So he said, uh, I will outright state here that Ranger Command PH is the best at this. Uh, in my opinion, of course, never insulting and actually view both sides of release decisions, even if they don't particularly care for an item. And I want to say thanks, Adam, for recognizing that. I think, you know, we all have our personal tastes, um, whether it be weird cosplay jerseys or uh, (laughs) cell shaded uh, figures, which we don't even know what are going on with that. Um, but we recognize that, you know, a product or something might not be for us, but there's gotta be an audience for it somewhere. Yeah. yeah, Someone's gotta buy it. And there's, there's something for everyone. And that's, yeah. And that's the thing that I think is important when in these fandom spaces is, you know, you can say, Hey, this, this episode or this show or this movie or this product isn't for me, you're free to point out, you know, things that you think might be wrong with it or uh, reasons why you're not buying an item. But I think, you know, more positively is to say, Hey, this isn't for me, but I recognize that other people might be interested in it. And I'm not going to trash if someone is planning to purchase an item or watch a show or watch an episode. I think in fandom spaces, we have a wide variety of people and we want Power Rangers to be a diverse fandom and inclusive Mm -hmm. fandom. Mm -hmm. And that also means that there's going to be a wide array of opinions. And I think that's something that we should all remember is that, you know, what Steve F talked about, there are times when the fandom can be really exhausting and uh, whether it's particular individuals or groups or whoever, and this is in any fandom. And I think some of the negative connotation, we need to do our best to actively fight against that. And the way we can do that is through positive interactions, positive outlook. If you're critiquing something, critique it and state your reasons why, but don't say, Oh, this is trash or this is garbage or I hate this. This is junk, whatever. And it's tempting. I mean, negative reactions and drama filled hate posts get more traction on social media. And that's, Mm -hmm one of the negative aspects about social media is it seems like the more negative things uh, get the more attention and get more viral than uh, more positive posts or positive opinions or uh, generally positive because there's no drama there. There's no fire. There's no something to talk about. That's something I think that's important and I'll get off my soapbox. Oh no, I fully agree with you completely. 
it's just there's something there's something for everybody and it's not our place to judge and say oh this is this is trash this is awful this is what have you like we might not like it like granted i kind of completely trash those jerseys but also i do realize that just because i think they're butt ugly and there's like <laughs> Doesn't mean that that's not for someone else. It's <laughs> right. just that's just my personal opinion. Other people love that, and that's they're excited for that. And I I see no problem with that. It's just not for me. And that same thing goes with like I guess like the TV show and just there's certain aspects I'm not going to like, but that doesn't mean it's trash and it's awful and everyone's doing everything wrong. It's just that's just not for me. Yeah. I kind of want to chime in on what you were mentioning, Eric, about how it, in online discourse, it is the negativity that gets the most traffic and the most clicks mm-hmm. and the most views. And it's just really sad that that's the case when I find my joy in watching the people I respect or I enjoy their content interacting with each other in a positive way. Like, I love when I see. You know, a content creator I enjoy, somebody like um, uh, Kaiju Carl who does Tokudan, you know, when I see him getting excited about something in the Toku fandom and I see other Toku fandom people on Twitter uh, pumping his posts up like, yeah, man, it's so great to see this happening. That kind of, you know, positivity on top of positivity is sorely needed and that's why I'm glad I follow the people that I follow on Twitter because that's what I see from those people. I I rarely see negativity from the people I choose to interact with on Twitter because I am looking for that positivity. And mm-hmm. hyping each other up for content creation is is great. Honestly, that's what I think the fandom needs more of is, is just hyping each other up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are so many amazingly talented people in the fandom i'm thinking about all of the artists all of the Mm -hmm. content creators all of the video makers other podcasters uh the video game players uh like uchi games on twitch uh doing battle for the grid and artists like there's so many artists in power rangers fandom writers and the video producers and video makers and discussion people creating topics uh, like este este is one of those you know e-squad for life like he's one of those people that is doing these deep dives into topics and putting his own spin on it and Mm -hmm. those kind of like positive content creators and you don't have to be a content creator to enjoy um, the fandom. You don't have to have a podcast or you don't have to be an artist. As long as you're like, you know, positively interacting with other people in the fandom, you're having these discussions with content creators or other fans, you're giving your own opinion and doing it in a positive way you know, not spamming or, or anything like that. You're putting yourself out there because you're just a fan of it. And I think that's the type of fandom stuff that we need to focus on. And yeah, you know, the, uh, some of the fandom frustrations and, and interactions, you know, people have drama with 
other individuals. And Lord knows I certainly have my share of that on Twitter. Um, I think we all do. The main point is I'm having the most fun when I'm like talking to Josh from lightning fig PR, when I'm talking with big Mike about lightning collection, when I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, liking a post from CV or, uh, Mr. Mm -hmm. Jones or any one of these amazing artists that are out there and producing some amazing artwork or people like Mr. Cooper, Ron, who he's doing like these dances and his just Mm -hmm. overall, uh, positivity Mm -hmm. that, or one, another one I'll shout out like, uh, a cosmic ranger who posted over the weekend, his own ranger that he commissioned, uh, for gay pride and, expresses his own persona as like a ranger sona kind of like you know when spider-man had spider sonas and mm-hmm. everyone had their own spider mm-hmm. so sona and you know just to see this creativity where you know he might not be an artist but he commissioned an artist to make his vision come to life and people like jason bischoff who worked for the brand but is now you know more of a fan and bringing that creative energy to the fan side and commissioning other artists, commissioning content creators. This kind of ties into, there was a discussion on Twitter uh, a few days ago, and I think AP was also a part of that discussion with Mare, where we were talking yeah. about how it's just nice sometimes to get those notifications from the the people that we admire in the fandom, be they content creators, be they, mm-hmm. um, you know, a cast or crew from the show, or be they just regular fans who we enjoy talking with and we enjoy their perspective. And it, it's always exciting to know that, you know, we share this fandom with some truly, truly amazing people. And to know that they think enough of our opinions to engage in discourse with us or or to gut check us when we're being a little hot takey, you know, sometimes. And it's it's wonderful that we have such a vast and diverse pool that we can go to when it comes to this stuff. Like Mayor said and like AP said in the Twitter conversation, it's it's exciting to get that notification because it's like, oh man, okay, somebody I want to talk to about this stuff is is engaging with me and they want to talk about it too. Yeah. Like for me, and I don't know why we're specifically focusing on, on social media, maybe because that was, you know, originally that where that frustration was coming from, from uh, St- Steve F. But it's through social media, it's through Twitter, it's through mm-hmm. Instagram and Facebook over the years. And I think a couple weeks ago, I got a notification on Twitter. I've been on my personal Twitter account. I've been on Twitter for 13 freaking years since 2008, which blows me away that it's been that long and how fast time is moving. But over those 13 years, I have made some amazing friendships in fandom spaces because of Twitter and because of those interactions. And those are the people I treasure because they become my friends. We all realize that we have our own lives going on and, you know, social media is only a small glimpse into each other's lives, but I love it when people interact with me in a positive way and 
we can talk about life or fandom or our different loves like video games or reading or comics or or anything we we all have a, a vast variety of interests that I love talking about and I love talking about if people have a question for me or I can question something on them like hey how are you doing or I notice you post about this you know why why are you so passionate about that and to me those are the interactions I treasure when we can just hang out and we can just talk about things and I know lately, at least personally, uh, I've kind of been off social media or, you know, I just haven't had the time to check it as, as frequently. So sometimes I do feel like I miss out on some of those conversations and uh, some of those interactions, but I know that there are people there that will always be there for me. And I can say, Hey, I can shout out something on, on Twitter. I can say, Hey, I'm, I'm feeling down. What's like a music recommendation or what are you listening to? Or what are you reading? What, what are your interests? What are, what's going on with you? And I, I can have that experience. And that was something I, I tweeted earlier today. I just felt a little disconnected from everyone. And, um, you know, one of the, uh, one of the artists I, I do respect on here, um, at underscore will sir, he's like, Hey, just, just feel better. My friend. And, um, his artwork for common writer and Sentai and power Rangers is amazing. And I'm fortunate to be just so blessed with, uh, these friendships and blessed to know so many amazingly talented people that are doing their own thing in the fandom space and are just rocking it. And, that's inspirational for me because it pushes me to like create something or do something or be inspired to read or or watch something. When Steve was asking about, you know, what we like positive in the fandom and it is, it is those positive people in the fandom that I think we really treasure the most. I mean, on that note, and y'all might've mentioned it, but I always enjoy kind of just interacting with, it goes back to, what Zach said earlier, that like little conversation we had with Mir about a week ago or so, mm-hmm. just interacting with certain people, it's it's always just... I think too, especially because of like how the past year has been, mm-hmm. Twitter has kind of become our primary mode of social interaction. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like we choose who we interact with on Twitter and we choose to interact with the people that, you know, we get along with through fandoms or just through, you know, other things. That social interaction has played a huge part in keeping us sane. And yeah. Steve, kudos to you, man, for coming up with this question about, you know, to want to talk about positivity in the fandom. And I really think that it's been the fandom this past year that has been the major source of positivity overall. I'm uh, sure there have been goofy fandom moments where we've been like, really, you're going to do something stupid like that? You know, but for the majority of it, it has been positive interactions all around. And and that is what I will always be thankful for is the friends I have made in this fandom. And not just friends, too, but like the people I I admire and look up to and, and the people I want to support in their, you know, endeavors. People like uh CV, Chris Ventura, who does the amazing art and the pins and the posters and everything. And I always say that, like... 
anytime I see him at a show or anytime I've got some spare cash to like throw around, I'm always going to support and buy from him because his art is, is great. And when I, you know, for my birthday this year, I bought some art from him to spruce up my bedroom and I'm always watching Ranger Liz's videos mm-hmm. and it's just that support structure that we all have for each other that is the positivity in this fandom that I enjoy. Yeah. With the interactions, it's always fun. It's always a nice uh, mood enhancer to to see. AP liked my tweet. I, I'm glad that she thought what I said was cool or funny or whatever. Yeah. And and, and that sort of is that positivity that really kind of gets you through the day sometimes where yeah. it's it's you know that you have these friends in this fandom and these people who, you know, like you said, Eric, some of these people we've been friends with for years. A long time. I've, I've been friends <laughs> with some people on Twitter longer than I've been friends with some people in real life. Like it's, yeah, yeah. It's just nice to know that we have that social structure. On that note, it's like you can kind of always count on, like, not that everyone's not great. I want to say, despite the discourse, sometimes the Power Ranger fandom ultimately most people have each other's backs and are quite pleasant all the time but there's just certain people i want to give like a shout out to and do it you kind of mentioned some of them already but just certain people you can kind of always count on for like a nice positive um like good discussion and feedback and what have you is like people like steve um hit people guy um adam little adam 87 i always you can kind of always count on him to be like a supportive, um, like have a nice supportive comment. He's never, never contributes to like the discourse and just, just like certain people you can kind of always just count on to kind of keep that positivity going. And it may, it makes the fandom a nice place to be. Thankfully we have made so many wonderful friends Mm -hmm. through the podcast, Josh, Kentucky jam, uh, another one who's been, uh, really positive and is able to yes. look on the bright side of um, certain situations and, and releases. And I think pretty I, much most people that we've had on as guest co-hosts, you know, whether now or in the past or in the future, one person I want to shout out, he's been a Patreon supporter for a long time was a uh, Mason Merrill. And it's only been within the past few months where I've gone to, play with him and hang out and talk to him through Fortnite and find out that he's got his own podcast, which is totally unrelated to Power Rangers and more of a general nerd podcast called Beyond Average Nerds. And, you know, finding out that he's got his own podcast and he has his own audio equipment and and all this stuff and i'm like well shoot there's like a future guest co-host right there and you know able to develop these relationships that we know you know people are are listeners and they become friends it's incredible just who we've been able to connect with not only through the show but personally as well and Mm. you know i'll never forget ranger stop in 2019 oh that was so eye-opening for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just it was my first ever convention i was so incredibly nervous mm-hmm. like y'all have no idea i was so like 
I was scared. I was like terrified. Just meeting Eric in person at the airport for like the first time. I was like, I am so glad you're like as nice as you are. <laughs> like, like both of you and just yeah. everybody, like you're actually as good of a person in real life as you are over like Skype and the internet and Twitter. Everyone I met at Ranger Stop was so welcoming. It felt like I'd been friends with y'all. Like, and I guess in some way I was, mm-hmm. but it's just meeting everyone in person for the first time. It's like a whole nother story. And I felt like I had been hanging out with everybody forever. Yeah, that that speaks to, I think, how most of the people in the fandom are. They're all very, you know, welcoming and they're all very just yeah. chill people to hang out and talk with. Yeah, like I found myself hanging out with like Rye and, uh, and uh, Chris Long and... I call him every J name in the book, but I never remember what his actual name is. <laughs> it's Josh. Yeah. Josh. Okay, I'll just call him Justin again for kind of sake. But I found myself hanging out with them like fairly often, just like I never knew any of them. I mean, I did know them, but not like, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Like everyone was so easy to get along with and hang out with and just – It was such a great time and it made me really just thankful that I even decided to start spending time in this fandom Mm -hmm. because for the longest time, that's kind of, that was like my persona. Like I just kind of like lurked everywhere. I like, I had this like, I mean, I do have a Ranger board account and I'm not going to tell anyone what my (laughs) username is because it's like highly embarrassing, but I just kind of lurked for the most part. Mm-hmm. I never really mm-hmm. engaged with the fandom until I guess I kind of like created like quote unquote this like secret ranger fan Persona. name for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm so glad I finally just like kind of took the plunge and did that because just like integrating myself into the fandom and interacting with people, I don't regret it at all. It's such like a like a positive, fun part of my life now and i'm forever i'm just forever thankful for that just everyone everyone i've interacted with and just just the experience as a whole like i will forever what steve said i'll treasure that yeah speaking kind of on conventions that is why i will always jump at the chance to do a convention where i know a a majority of our circle you know in the toku fandom are going to be at because it's always an excuse to hang out party laugh joke make memories i mean shoot you know ranger stop 2019 one of my fondest memories was all of us getting stuck in the downpour at city walk Yep. That was so fun. It's just, <laughs> it was so stupid, but it was so fun. Exactly. Like, we were laughing and joking, and, you know, Chris Long was being his usual sarcastic self, and I loved every second of it. And it's just those people in the fandom that that we make these connections with that, that make us, you know, keep coming back. We talked about how nice everyone is, but, I mean, there was also some genuinely really talented people in the fandom who maybe mm-hmm. were not as familiar with but we still respect their work immensely i mean on that note i just want to say i highly respect reggie's work Mm -hmm. his artistry Mm -hmm. and just like what he does with just painting miniatures and custom figures and everything 
It's like, I wish I had that kind of patience and that kind of talent. Oh, yeah. No, I would and, I would ham hand it in a heartbeat and I'd, something would end up broken. But just like shout out to him because every time he posts something, I'm like, 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 I will. Like, I wish I had that. <laughs> like, Not only that, but like, I'm going to pat Eric on the back here for a second because, dude, you have been working your ass off for this podcast for the last however many years, eight, seven, something. I don't know world um yeah you have always put 150 percent into what you do for this show and i admire you immensely because of that and i'm incredibly grateful that i get the chance to to be a part of this random wacky harebrained idea you got one night because it's blossomed into something that I think none of us expected, but we're all mm-hmm. incredibly grateful for. Yeah, I'm forever grateful that I, I guess I met you, Eric. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that that was even before Twitter. That was like Tumblr stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> I think it was like, I posted some random question about like cosplay or something, and you answered it. And then ever since then, we were just kind of like fandom friends, and then like real friends and then we did this podcast together Mm -hmm. that's the beauty about how social media can connect strangers because you Mm -hmm. never know if your next best friend is out there somewhere Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i know not everyone is able to make connections like that i know everyone's circumstances are are different and I think that's why there needs to be a little bit more positivity and uh, a little bit more acceptance, not just in fandoms, but obviously the whole world, because mm-hmm. I always believe that everything happens for a reason and meeting AP on Tumblr and then everything that, that she said and how our friendship developed and Zach, who I knew from the cosplay scene for, you know, Anime Central and from Ranger Board way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's making those connections. It's it's talking with people, whether it's social media or forums or Discord or wherever. And we're in this age where it's not just the telephone anymore. We're in this digital age where we are no matter how distant we are physically, we can feel closer and feel that interconnection through the internet, through the web, through technology. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of, you know, the greatest things that has come out of, you know, the 20th and 21st century is, you know, I mean, it has its bad connotations and, and bad yeah. moments too, but it's a great tool for positive interaction yeah when used responsibly the internet and social media is like it can be such a great thing speaking from solely personal experience when i moved i left behind a ton of local friends people who i would see you know every weekend or whatever and so moving to florida i thought oh well you know it won't be so bad. I'll 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 make new friends. I'll go out to the local comic shop or the local convention scene and I'll I'll meet people and I'll make friends. And then the pandemic happened and that mm-hmm. shot my social plans all to hell. And the only the only thing that has kept me 
even remotely okay has been social media relationships that I have cultivated over the last 10, 12 years from people who, uh, you know, not only through obviously Ranger Command, but just through other stuff as well. And like all of us getting together and getting excited about the same things. Like when Eric got into Fortnite and got into Fortnite super hard, it was like, (laughs) cool. I've got somebody I can play Fortnite with and, and hang out with online and play video games with. And that helps ease those intense feelings of like just sheer loneliness. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, I would always get so excited knowing that like, Oh man, okay. Chris Long is on, Eric is on, Toku Chris is on. We're going to play Fortnite together, you know. And now I, now I got my brother into it because I was able to see family this past weekend and I I got to, you know, reconnect with my brother. My sister made a surprise appearance uh for uh my dad's birthday and and all that stuff and to reconnect with family, but you know, that's another thing. It's like, I got my brother back into Fortnite. He was an OG player from chapter one up to season five of the original Fortnite. And then I showed him all the stuff that I got into when chapter two launched. And now he's like, oh my God, this is a totally different game. I want to <laughs> play and hang out. And, you know, even when we were up there, we we had a quick late night session with Rye and Chris. And and then Matt remembered Rye all the way back from Yomacon 2005. And they reconnected after that long. Like, my brother was a little, like, 10-year-old back then uh, during that time. And SPD was his first season. And, and again, that ties into fandom. That ties into how accepting everyone was. Mm-hmm. Everyone was so accepting of my little brother and gave him the best convention experience a little kid could ever have with cast from Power Rangers with uh, people in this fandom and those are memories I will never forget and I treasure forever. So for every like random troll or negative person, there are a hundred more positive experiences and interactions that I can look forward to and drown out, you know, some of the negative noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like on that note, I want to say not too long after I joined the fandom, I had a pretty, I mean, Eric, you might know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to go into too many yeah. details, yeah. but I had a pretty negative experience with some people in the fandom on Tumblr when I was first starting out. And I mean, I've gotten past that. If I had kind of let that define my experience, I, I probably would have quit, but just everyone else I was meeting, just all my other experiences, it kind of just reinforced that the fandom is a pretty like overwhelmingly positive place and can't let those little moments or those little situations um, define your experience. There's really positive things if you're willing to... I don't want to say if it's like if I'm willing to look for it because they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just like you can't let the little negative things define your experience. I think because right. you have to be willing to let yourself be open to the experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like the negative and the positive. Mm-hmm. Because overwhelmingly the positive wins. Right. There have been people that I've fallen out of touch with, fallen out of friendship with, but I remind myself that's life. That's a natural Mm -hmm. part of life. People change. 
and some people change to a degree that you don't agree with or you don't gel with anymore, and that's life. It happens. Friendships continuously evolve. Uh, People fall in and out of your life, and that's just the course of how life takes you. And Mm -hmm. I think at the end of the day, we need to remember we're all on this journey together and, you know, we can either help each other out or um, I think just get out of the way because we all want, I think human nature, I think we're more willing to help than hurt. At least that's what I hope the case is for the majority part of the time. I know it's, it, it it's hard to kind of think that after some of the stuff that's gone on the past year and a half and for far longer, uh, to be frank. But I think as long as we keep a, a better attitude, look more positively and try to be more open to these experiences and to new people and ideas um, I, th- I think the world would be a better place if we all did that yeah. a little bit more in our lives. Completely. I don't know how much we, we can add to that. Yeah. I think we, I think, <laughs> in, I think initially I was like, Oh, let's just name a whole bunch of like content creators, but there are countless individuals in the yeah. fandom that are super positive and, I know we we shouted some people out, and if if you weren't, but that's not an exhaustive list. Yeah, oh no, for every one name we listed, there's another five people we have just not even like thought about who we love and and love interacting with. There are so many people that Ranger Liz and and Toku Chris and like Mir, 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 yeah. Pretty much everybody, for the most part. There, there's a huge list of people, and, yeah. and we'd be here all night, like listing people <laughs> that we think are, are super positive or had. Here we go in alphabetical order from the top. <laughs> I think from what Steve F had said, there there is discourse sometimes mm-hmm. in fandom, and sometimes we do focus on that too much, or. You know, but there's Twitter there's drama. discourse in like family too, right? It's just that's kind of like a part of life. And family, you're still you're still kind of there for each other for the for like the most part, unless you <laughs> right. have a really good reason not to be. You know where I'm going with that? <laughs> yeah, there are lots of things I enjoy about the fandom, and that's why I like to see. I, I like to see mm-hmm. things that inspire me, that push me to be better. And I don't want people to think it's all about like quote unquote content creation, because mm-hmm. it's not, so, we all have our yeah. own talents. We all have our own things that we bring to the fandom. I mean, we didn't really content create at first. We just kind of did it. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, that was, you know, the nature of Tumblr and just sharing things and reposting and just sharing what we liked. And yeah, you know, I think over the past five, ten years, there's been such an online push for so-called content creation and like this hustle mentality and and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I just want to have fun, yes. and I want to talk to yes. people that share my interests and also want to have fun with me. My fandom is an escape from the everyday BS. That happens, whether it's work or life or all the stress. And um, 
you know, Zach will attest to this. I was very stressed earlier tonight uh, with work type situation stuff, but I have to remember that while I wasn't in the mood to particularly record this episode, you know, the episode all about positivity. <laughs> yeah. That all it took was a joke from my friend, AP, to say, Eric <laughs> is cool, password, instead of Zato is cool. And I laugh like an idiot because <laughs> that's what we're here to do is just have fun. And yeah. Zach and AP are not only my friends, they're my family. And, you know, I, I don't care if this is like a whole love fest or whatever. It's about positivity. The the friendships I have made through the Power Rangers fandom are going to be the friendships that I will carry and the memories that I will carry throughout my life. Power Rangers can end tomorrow, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to still be friends with all of the amazing people that I've come to know throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And yeah. things like Ranger Stop, things like uh, PMC these places when conventions were still happening, you know, maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. I was all about the autograph. I was all about the picture with the actors, whatever, but conventions and uh, these gatherings now are just an excuse to hang with my friends and fandom family. And those are the memories are, I cherish and those are the positive experiences and even being able to meet new people at these conventions or people who maybe follow me on Twitter or follow the podcast, but don't really interact much because Twitter may not be their thing. They're just there to hang out, but to have those conversations like, Oh, Hey, I'm so-and-so. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember you follow me. That's cool. Like what's going on? Like, let's, let's talk. And then you find a new friend. Like, in all honesty, I didn't really, I don't even know if I interacted with uh, Ranger Liz, like, with Liz before I met her at Ranger Stop. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I knew who she was, but I don't think I ever really interacted with her until we met in person. And now I'm, I'd say she's probably one of my, like, fandom friends now. And just even the people we met when we did that kind of, like, quote-unquote meet and greet in the lobby yeah. of the convention center. Like, like Rosano. Yeah. Like, like we met him. I met, was it Steve? Yeah. Um, for the first, like, Steve Martinez. Martinez yeah. 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 It's like, I met some people that I didn't really know at all before. Yeah. And it was nice to, I don't know where I was going with that, but just like meeting new people. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say there's like people out there, but yeah, of course there is. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could tell that we're, we're kind of running in yeah. circles now, but yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, like Steve, you wanted to know what we, what we think are the positive things in this fandom. It's, it's the fandom connections we make that that's yes. the positivity that we find in this fandom. And like Eric said, it's not only friendships, it's, it's family, it's chosen family. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know, there are absolutely some people in this fandom who I love like family and will always love like family. Like Eric said, Power Rangers could end tomorrow. Power, Hasbro could come and just say, yeah, you know, we're done. We don't want it anymore. Canceling everything. And it would hurt. But I know that I would still have these amazing people in my life who I would, you know, hop on the next thing with. Like with Eric, it would be 
video games and Star Trek. And with AP, it would be food. AP and I are both foodies. (laughs) Like, we're constantly like, oh my gosh, did you see that this burger comes with like cheese curds on it? You know, like we're we're such. Yeah. Or like we did that whole Winona Earp thing for a while, which like. Admittedly, I'm still a fan, but I'm behind. I am. So I, need I to catch fell up. off yeah. so hard. I don't even know where I left off. <laughs> yeah, I need to rewatch it on Netflix. But still, like, there's other. But yeah, like things that you you find in common with people exactly. beyond like the whole fan like fandom. The connections just, it, that we made yeah. will outlast Power Rangers, no matter what. It completely, yep. completely. Mm-hmm. Well. I, I think uh, I, I think this is a good point to end it. I, I want to thank uh, Steve for you know reminding me and and reminding us that there are just so many good positive things out there, um, not only about the fandom for Power Rangers, but uh, just the people that you have the ability to meet online. And I respect the hell out of Steve. I know he's a bit older than me, but he has a, a really big heart and he's someone that uh, inspires me to try and be better and to be more positive and to have a more positive outlook. Uh, he reaches out to me sometimes through DMs just to check in on me. And that is something that I really respect. And he's like a hype man when I'm starting my streams. <laughs> Um, so I, I just want to shout out to, to Steve F because, um, he's been one of our biggest supporters and not just our podcast. He, he is just amazing, supportive person for, uh, a lot of people like, uh, like mostly speaking Sentai and all of the Twitch streamers that he supports. And he's one of those like giving generous people that really gives back to, uh, the people uh, in different fandoms, whether, you know, monetary support, like being a Patreon or a patron or just encouragement through words. I'm so glad that he suggested this topic because this has kind of turned my night around um, from the start of recording. And it was pretty much it, it happened at the right place at the right time. So. Steve, this was an amazing topic, and I, I can't thank you enough for for letting us talk about it. Yeah. Mate, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for being awesome, Steve. I think it's it's good to take those moments to like step back, take a breath, reevaluate, and you know, through the power of friendship, uh <laughs> to to change your attitude and know that tomorrow is a new day. And we'll do our best to make it through to the new day. So I I hope this discussion has made people realize that there's a lot more positivity out there than, uh, than the negativity. And it might take a little bit of time to find it, uh, depending on your situation, but it never hurts to reach out. And if, if we've ever had a negative interaction, know that you know we're all in uh different headspaces at at different times and you may catch someone on a bad day and and not know it and that's that's not your fault but 
you know, I, I don't know where I'm going with this, but yeah, I think overall it's, it's been more positive on social media than negative. I know I, I joke sometimes like, Oh, Twitter's this hell site. You know, it's, it's easy to, <laughs> it's easy for a lot of people to joke about that, whether Twitter makes a dumb policy decision or, you know, just some random accounts out of nowhere. Uh, but at the end of the day, I don't know where I would be without Twitter in terms of some of the friendships because I I've just made so many amazing friends through, through Twitter and, and through social media. And it's, it's not just Twitter, but, but yeah. In all honesty, I kind of regret Tumblr because that became an inherently (laughs) negative space for me, but I do not regret the friends that I made there. It had positive results from that. And Without that, I wouldn't have met Eric. I wouldn't have joined uh, Twitter. I wouldn't have met Zach. I wouldn't have met like anybody. Mm-hmm. Overwhelmingly, it's just it's been such a great experience to be in this fandom. So yeah, and I think through all of our stories and everything that we talked about tonight, the greatest takeaway is there's a lot more positive fandom experience than negative out there. Yeah, and. I think all it takes is sometimes just to reach out because hopefully someone is there to to listen. Just one more shout out um, because I just I just have to before we're done with this. Chris or Sean? Um, oh yeah, you might know him as Sean. I was I was going to say which Chris because there's like eighty in this yeah. fandom. <laughs> yeah. But like snark, snarky Sean yeah. on Twitter, he has been like a positive person that I met in this fandom as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we started interacting over Tumblr and just like kind of like flowed through Twitter. And it's just like after my um, couple years ago, after my dog died and that was like really heartbreaking for me, mm. like he reached out to me and he was like sending me pictures of his dog, but not in like a weird taunting way. Just like I wanted to see cute pictures of dogs and <laughs> And he was just so, he was so nice. And just like the people, just this, this fandom's an amazing place. And mm-hmm. just like, just, just certain times in your life, you don't, you don't know what you'd kind of look, looking back, I don't know what would have happened if some of these people weren't here. Like, yeah. not in like a negative way. It's just like, I'm so, I'm just grateful for everybody mm-hmm. and all of the experiences and everyone that I've met. And, ever, and yeah. Yeah, 100%. I, I mean, I think at this point we're going on in circles, so. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, no, no. It's it's just been uh, an amazing conversation, and I hope people have gotten something out of it. Uh, if you do want to shout out people or there is someone you think we should highlight on the Ranger Nation Spotlight, we're always looking for those types of yep. suggestions. Um, I know for our next extra episode, um, at the end of this month, we'll be doing our Dino Fury uh, episode review for episodes 9 through 11. And then for July, um, I've got a couple interviews kind of in the works. Also a Ranger Nation Spotlight slash kind of a crossover podcast uh, coming up. So... There's there's always new things to talk about, even during a so-called uh, hiatus or slow time during the summer months for, for Power Rangers. But 
Uh, it looks like Hasbro is just shaking things up with more of these Fan First Fridays. And as we get closer to August, I'm pretty sure they'll do uh, a couple more uh, focused on Power Rangers for some of these other capsules and, and product reveals. So there, there's a lot going on, I think, with this whole Netflix thing, our concept of over the past 10 years of a hiatus will need to be redefined in some way, but Mm -hmm. there's never a dull moment. Not at all. (laughs) There's never a dull moment in, in the fandom. So yeah. uh, Once again, uh, shout out to Steve F. Thank you for the amazing topic. Uh, Ranger nation. Let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check out our links and ways to contact us at rangercommand.com. As always, you can reach out to our social media, interact with us there. On Twitter, we're at rangercommandph. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at rangercommandpowerhour, all one word. And... Uh, I think that about does it uh, for this episode of Ranger Command. Look forward to our Dino Fury episode review because there's a lot of things we need to talk about with those episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I think this was a great episode, and we really appreciate you listening. So, uh, thank you thanks for listening, and thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> One of these days, we'll figure out how to do that. Yep. (laughs) We're signing off. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Ranger Command Power Hour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks for listening.